Welcome to the Lisa Wexler Show podcast. Think of it like a magazine or a box of chocolates. You never know what you'll get. From politics to pop culture, healthcare to legal issues, it's all here. And my behind-the-wheel chats are personal observations created especially for you on podcast only. Enjoy. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Winston Preparatory School is a leading school network for students with learning disabilities. Learn more about Winston Prep and register for an open house at www.winstonprep.edu. And welcome back to the Lisa Wexler Show at 203-333-9422. Our lines are open. It's always a wonderful welcome for you to be part of our conversation today. That's 203-333-9422. Well, you know, I had the great pleasure of um, meeting our next guest, Lou Weinberg, and getting a personal tour of the Westport Community Gardens just a week or so ago because um, I had heard that they were in peril as a result of plans to redo Longlots Middle School. And I have to say, after meeting with Lou, who is not only an extraordinary advocate and basically the, the ground leader of the community gardens in Westport, but also a science teacher in the Norwalk Public Schools, I was so impressed with not only what they've created, but their passion, their knowledge, their education, their contributions toward the pollinator pathway, uh, I invited Lou to come on the show today to talk with us about what is at stake, literally and figuratively. Lou Weinberg, welcome to the Lisa Wexler Show. Hello. Hi. Hi. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Uh, Long Lots Elementary School, Lisa. Uh, oh, not elementary. Why do I say middle? Yeah. I, pardon me. Elementary school. Not at all. You know not what? at all. It, it looks like a big me. one. It's such a big Long yeah. Lots school. It always, yeah, it looks like a big <laughs> school, but it is a very, it's an elementary school, a big one. So, so yeah. Lou. Give us a little bit of a history. What are the Westport Community Gardens? When were they formed? What, what, what's their mission in life? What, what's it about? Sure. sure. Brief history in time. Um, about 20, I would say 28 years ago, there was a, uh, before my time in Westport, I've been here for 24 years, um, uh, there was a community gardens up at uh, where the current Bedford Middle School uh, site is located. And in order to build that Bedford com- uh, Middle School, uh, they took away the community gardens that were there and they were gone for probably six years or so. Um, and finally, the town bought another property uh, called the Jaeger property uh, next to uh, adjacent to Longlots Elementary School. This is when Diane Farrell was first select woman. Um, and in t- 2001, they bought the Jaeger property and um, they uh, set it aside for specifically for a community garden. 
and uh, that was approved. And in 2003, uh, a basic community garden was set up there, and uh, it started with about 30 gardeners, plastic fencing, and uh, you know, away we went with uh, soil that was about as hard as concrete. So it took about three years to get the soil uh, to a decent uh, to a decent spot uh, where we could actually grow things. And then, of course, we grew from 30 to 60 to 90 members, burst at the seams, and in 2009, petitioned the town to expand, uh, which we did. And in 2009, we uh, doubled our size, and uh, we are now at 120 plus uh, uh, Westport families who know and love and use that property. And this was property that wasn't taken away from anything that the elementary school needed or used. Obviously, it was just just no, there not and, not right. Not at all. When, when they purchased the property, um, uh, very, very specifically, um, they, uh, they needed to get a new parking lot for Long Island Elementary School. It was very much needed. And so part of the property that was purchased from the Jaegers was uh, used as a parking lot, and uh, that's for the Board of Ed. And then uh, after the uh, parking lot, it's um, community gardens and what is now also the Long Lots Preserve, and that's under the uh, Parks and Rec Department. So let me ask you, Lou Weinberg, as a basic matter, since Long Lots Elementary School was built and constructed and is being used without these gardens ever, it's not like it was given and then taken back, why do they think, the, the Board of Ed, that this property is even up for discussion, that they can destroy it in renovating the elementary school? Why? I don't know the answer to that question, Lisa. My guess is that um, that people haven't been to the site to look at it, to see what a marvel it is and to see what a, a town asset it is and to see what unlimited educational value it has. Um, you have to go there to understand it. And uh, my guess is that when the Board of Ed, I believe, gave the, um, uh, the go-ahead to have a building committee uh, work on um, getting a new school, which is needed, by the way. They they do need either a renovation or a new build. The school's old, and 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 the community deserves a new school there. Um, the I think the marching orders were to you know figure out how to get either a reno or a, a new school built. And uh, our first select woman appointed the building committee, and they've been charged with you know trying to come up with uh, uh, something that works for. Uh, the students of this town. Uh, unfortunately, um, as we understand it right now, uh, in their planning stages, um, they are considering uh, three options. Uh, one of them is a renovation. One of them, is a, uh, the second one is a renovation with additions. And the third one, which seems the most likely, is a brand new school on site. That, we believe, has three options so far. Um, and that means uh, either building the school on the community gardens and the Long Watch Preserve, or uh, the second option for that new build is build a school on the upper field with a baseball field and a, a, a smaller soccer field um, and locate fields over the community gardens, meaning bulldoze the community gardens oh. and the newly established Long Watch Preserve and putting ball fields there. Or the third option is building a new school on the lower fields and taking those fields and putting them over the uh, community gardens and the Long Watch Preserve. Um, we would love to see a fourth option that considers not taking away this 20-year asset, this lovely, beautiful property that is an incredible environmental asset to the town, um, is a legacy project, will be here for generations, you know, long after we're gone, 
and uh, try and figure out a way to uh, save these two properties without uh, bulldozing and destroying them. So that's, I think, where we're at in the process right now. Um, everybody says that they're still early in the process. Uh, we believe that it's not early in the process because they are slated. The building committee is slated to make a recommendation to the first select woman, Jennifer Tooker, in August. Wow, and that's, not, that's they, not too early. Absolutely right. Well, no, but, we, you know, one of the things is, is that once it goes to the first select woman and she says, you know, I, I approve of this and this is uh, something that I think we can work with, then it goes through, you know, Board of Ed, Planning and Zoning, uh, Board of Finance, RTM. But it's extremely difficult, extremely difficult to go back and redo and tweak something that's already been approved by a building committee charged with uh, finding a way to get this school built um, and then approval from the first select woman. So we don't see this as the beginning stages of anything. We see this as an imminent threat to uh, an unbelievable asset that has phenomenal Lisa, phenomenal educational opportunities for the children of Long Lost Elementary School. I, I heard your last segment on kids getting off their phones. There is no better place, and the research shows this, there's no better place for kids to grow and develop than outdoor open spaces and community gardens. And it's a movement that's taking, it's taking off everywhere. The research from Rutgers, the research from UCLA, National Institutes of Health, Department of Education, uh, Department of Agriculture, all show that schools, open spaces, and gardens can and should grow together. Uh, we're chatting with Lou Weinberg. Michael Nishan has called in. Michael uh, is a very noted chef. He used to run the dressing room along with Paul Newman in the good old days. And Michael was a guest on our show before for one of his cookbooks. And I've loved having him on. I believe, Michael, you have five children, if I recall correctly. It's been a while since we've spoken. But it's really nice to yeah, hear from hi. you. Hi, Michael. Yeah, Welcome thanks. back. Hi. Yeah, nice hi. Yeah, it's me. It, it's Michelle, actually. Michelle, pardon um, me, Michelle. I yeah, no, no, no. Quite all right. No, quite all right. It's it, 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 it's common. I answer to both. Um, <laughs> no, thank. hi. Thanks for having me. And, and hey, Lou, how are you, man? So hi, Mich hi, Michelle. So, yeah. So, Michelle, tell us, why did you why are you calling in today about this? Tell me about that. Well, you, you know, it's interesting. Um, back prior to when, you know, I founded, um, you know, the uh, my nonprofit organization, Wholesome Wave, which, you know, has successfully focused on helping people struggling with low income double their fr fruits and vegetables when spent on double their food stamps when spent on fruits and vegetables at farmer's markets. Um, that's now a permanent part of the federal farm bill. Congratulations but before that nonprofit you, work started, you know, yep. Paul, Paul and I were really trying to figure out how to highlight um, returning a sense of community um, to Westport and to Fairfield County areas where, you know, valuable town assets like main street Westport, which once, was really a, an effective artisan colony with a lot of family and individual owned shops with real local flavor that really kind of got usurped by all the big brands yep. that basically came in and changed Main Street forever. That's one of the reasons why Paul was so eager found the Westport Country Playhouse and uh, the, the Westport Farmer's Market and the Westport Country Playhouse parking lot was to have a place where people could come to gather, play, 
um, you know, meet farmers and food producers and, and really have this sense of community. And, you know, before, even before we founded the market, um, we were having connect, you know, conversations on how he really wanted to make sure we were having that type of an impact in the community. I remember Lou had approached me because he's wor- working really hard to establish this community gardening and uh, garden, and they needed some seed funding. So a dressing room basically wrote him a check. Really? Uh, you know, I didn't know that. Yeah, to you know, to support the work, but it's just really a small amount of money. And frankly, we did nothing. We just we wrote a check. Lou and the community that the garden has gathered to it did the rest. And when you look at, and and I think Lou, correct me if I'm wrong, at the time it was, I think you had maybe like a dozen to 20 plots at the most. Um, yeah, we, you know, we 30, and, 30 original gardeners. Yep. Yeah, it was, it, it really wasn't, it wasn't a lot. And, and at that time, um, you know, Lou and, and his community members, his community gardeners, were fighting really hard to justify their existence to keep that garden going. And when you look now at what it's become, the reverence that the town and the people who engage with it, um, you know, um, show towards this community asset, it's really become part of the town. Very much like the Westport Farmer's Market has mm-hmm. very much become part of the town. Yes. That, that market became similar to what Lou's been able to do through his work, you know, that, that market started in the Westport country playhouse parking lot and had to move, um, you know, to the Imperial Avenue lot by the women's center because it had outgrown a 230 space parking lot. Yes. It was bursting at the seams. Exactly. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, you know, it's, I I think it would just be, you know, I, I just wanted a voice that I, it would just be, probably unintentional, but unintentionally foolhardy. I'd like to think unintentional, um, you know, for a school board, which understandably is focused on education, the land assets that are available to the school to provide the best facilities for children possible, that that uh, it's, it's understandable that they might not be aware or have an eye toward the actual value and connectivity of an asset like the community garden and the open space that's, you know, that's been organized around it. Uh, I can understand they're not being aware of it. Uh, but once, once made aware, I would expect when you look at the demand that has demonstrated the success of the, of the farmer's market, um, the wild growth um, that Lou and his community of gardeners have been able to build, you know, over the last 20 years, that these are assets that the town absolutely wants and assets that exist because of high quality direct civic engagement that hasn't cost the town a penny. Yeah, that's in true. either case. That's true. So uh, when you look at the, you know, no taxpayers having to invest in either of these assets um, and these assets being highly prized by the community, they're absolutely worth protecting and preserving, but also integrating into the educational system. I think it's an underutilized asset. I do. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. 
That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. And welcome back to the show. Joining us, Lou Weinberg, Michelle Nishan. Michelle Nishan is a noted chef, restaurateur, and organizer in a nonprofit space of helping to bring food to more people that need it. Uh, and so we're talking about the community gardens in Westport. Lou, there's a petition going around to save the community gardens. Who is it aimed at and how many people have signed it? Okay, well, there's a couple of things happening there. One is obviously a change.org, you know, which everybody uses. We've got over 1,500 signatures on that. I'm not sure how much weight that's going to carry in town. We've got another letter of support that businesses and organizations are signing on to. We're getting more and more of them signing on every single day. You know, Earth Place, Wakeman Town Farm. Um, we've got Food Rescue U.S. signing on, Sal Gilberti, Izzo's. Everybody's signing on just because everybody recognizes the value that the community gardens bring. I wanted to follow up on what Michelle said, um, which was extremely important that this is this community asset is not just about gardeners, it's fabric of the community. We also support Grow a Row, which is an excellent opportunity for fresh produce to get to those who are food insecure. Uh, we also support the West Court Garden Club, who does incredible beautification projects yes. around town. Beautiful. Um, yeah. So we're, we're, it's not just a bunch of people working in a garden, it's people getting together to celebrate. We have common spaces. We've got three uh, Eagle Scout projects uh, talking about reaching out and, and deep roots in the community. We've got Eagle Scout projects, and then we've got the Long Lodge Preserve, which surrounds it, which is another phenomenal environmental stewardship model um, that is also available for, again, the public schools to use at no cost to the system. So I, I, I just wanted to get that out there. But in, in back to your, uh, your first uh, question, which is, yes, we've got a petition, change.org. We've got a flow code. We've got banners. We've got all that. We also have a letter of support, but our next... Um, effort is really going to be um, targeting the first select woman, Jennifer Tooker, who is the executive director of our town. She, you know, she's the first select woman and she makes the decisions. And we really need her to understand how valuable this asset is, how valuable both assets are, and how valuable they can be for the educational process um, in town. Everything points to kids need to be off their screens like you were talking about. They need to get back in touch with where their food comes from. They need to study the subjects that, rule, that basically run this planet, which is photosynthesis, water cycles, nutrient yes. cycles, food chains, food webs, energy pyramids. And, and it, it, you get back in touch with the planet and the earth and understanding the basic scientific concepts that drive these. And you've got a million opportunities for STEM projects, for engagement for getting outdoors, getting fresh air, and learning at the same time. There's a ton of studies out there, Lisa, that show that kids who engage 
and outdoor activities and gardening show better test scores and improved engagement in, in uh, curriculum. So let me ask you this. Uh, Michelle Nishan is with us as well as Lou Weinberg. Uh, Lou, what, what did I read about this morning? Was there already a site visit from the Board of Ed or from some committee? What did I read about this morning? We invited the Longlot School Building Committee, uh, appointed by First Select Woman Tooker, uh, okay. to come out and tour the property. They had indicated they'd been out there before, but there's nothing like a tour from uh, stakeholders who know every inch of the property. So they were uh, gracious enough to come out and walk the property with us last night. And did, did the majority of the committee show up? Uh, we, I think we had five of them. Um, I think uh, there might have been six. One left immediately when they saw that Channel 12 showed up. Um, one of them left uh, shortly after the preserve tour and before the garden tour. And I think four of them stuck around. And out of how many? How many people are on this committee? That's a good question. I think there's seven. Okay. All right. So did you feel like, did you feel like the committee was attentive and that they, you know, they were starting to understand the message that you're trying to deliver? Um, I think they, um, I think they showed up, and I think they took a little bit of a look around, which was nice. Um, I think that their focus is on uh, building a school and getting the best possible outcome for the school district in terms of the building that serves the needs of the students. And uh, we're merely trying to show them that you can do that. You can get, and we all want a beautiful school that serves the needs of the students while preserving a you know two incredible town assets that can supplement uh what the school is trying to do for the students so that you know that's really kind of what we tried to get out of this i'm not sure we made any progress there but you know we uh we gave them some carrots and some garlic and we gave them a, a million dollar tour and uh, <laughs> you know, ho- ho- hopefully hopefully some of the value of of this um these two town assets sinks in and it helps drive the decision um, because it can be done. We, we can do this together. This town can do that. There's towns all over the place doing this. Look at what Hamden, Connecticut's doing with getting community gardens. There's ha- stuff happening at Greens Farms Academy, uh, Wilton. Um, there's a million other places that are doing things that involve open space gardeners and schools, and we have it all set up at no cost to the town to add value to their educational system. No so, cost. You know, so I was just reading, both of you guys would be interested in this, but Greenwich is celebrating, I think, the 45th anniversary or the 50th anniversary of their Youth Conservation Corps. They have 100 kids on the waiting list. The town has supported a Youth Conservation Corps every single year, and it is run by this, you know, uh, you know, it's run under, I think, Parks and Rec, but it's this volunteer organization that goes around and cuts invasive plants and plants yeah. trees and keeps up gardens and weeds. And it's one of the reasons why Greenwich looks so beautiful. And it's done by youth. And I'm suggesting yep. that Westport needs something like yeah. this. And wouldn't this be hey, a Michelle, perfect kind of yeah, coalition? Yeah. yeah. Can Michelle yeah, I, in on this? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, um, I, I agree wholeheartedly. You know, I had, you know, pro- it was, I, I'd say about a half a dozen years ago, Senator Tom Daschle invited me to speak at a, at an intimate roundtable gathering. Michelle, you got uh, one minute before you cut off uh, by the food, buzzer. Yeah, yep. food, yeah, food, food industry, um, 
food industry leaders, uh, and Tom Daschle asked me to keynote this table specifically because the then CEO of Dow thought that community gardens were a quaint concept not worth looking at, even though they fund small uh, stakeholder farming in the third world to the tune of billions of dollars a year. And I I convinced um, this gentleman that community gardens are where children learn the importance of science and that the, the war against science is best fought when you start with our youth in a place where they can learn and grow and understand the value of what science brings to life. And there's no greater science nor economic lesson than spending 99 cents for a packet of tomato seeds and getting 100 pounds of tomatoes. Um, It's better than a lemonade stand, and it it swayed him. He actually started steering financial support in that direction. So this is Mm -hmm. something that that has far-ranging benefits. All right. Well, we're going to keep fighting the good fight. Lou Weinberg, Michelle Nishan, thank you for joining us. And thanks for fighting for the gardens. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, please share it with your friends. And as always, feel free to contact me at Lisa at LisaWexler.com.